You are listening to Streaming Consciousness on Open Lines Radio. Follow Mark on Instagram at tincan.telephone. And uh, follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. <laughs> oh, man, I almost pulled it off. I was working on a, uh, a smooth operator radio voice there, and I kind of fucked it up at the end. Sorry about that. Hey, uh, you know what else you can do? You want to support Open Lines Radio? You can go support us on Patreon. Uh, just go to openlinesradio.com and click that Patreon link. Or if you're on Instagram, following me at tincan.telephone, there's a link in the bio and there's a button that takes you right to Patreon. And here's what you get for two bucks a month. That's it, two bucks. You can uh, you get extra episodes of shit. You get all the all the episodes. It's all organized into uh, categories and. And, but you also get a couple, two to four episodes of podcasts that don't exist out in the real world that are only found on Patreon. Uh, right now we have two of them. There's A Higher Source and The New Adventures of Indigo Boy. Um, we're going to work, work some stuff out, workshop some, workshop some ideas. And, and so there will always be kind of new material there that you can't find anywhere else. So uh, think about uh, supporting us there. And uh, there's a little something extra for you if you do. And uh, what else? Um, add your voice to the world. That's all I can say. Add your voice to the world. The world needs to hear your voice. Um, go to Podbean to do that. Same thing. Go to OpenLinesRadio.com. Scroll down to the bottom right. Click that Podbean uh, link and go broadcast your voice. Do it. What are you waiting for? All right. Um, just just a warning. This uh, streaming consciousness is ninety. Nine percent political. If you're not into it, if you don't want to go there, if you don't want to hear what I think, because sometimes it's better. I know, like when I saw shit on Facebook of people I thought I knew, I didn't like the political shit that they were posting, and so I left. So I'm giving you that opportunity. If 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 at any point you're feeling triggered, you can. There's two things you can do. You can explore why you're feeling triggered. You can you can sit with that reason, and you can uh, uh, see why what you can, like reflect back on yourself because it's coming from within, and or, or number two, just turn it off. All right, enjoy. This is the Fourth of July. It is the birthday of your national independence and of your political freedom, fellow citizens. I shall not presume to dwell at length on the associations that cluster about this day. The simple story of it is that 76 years ago, the people of this country were British subjects. Oppression makes a wise man mad. Your fathers were wise men, and if they did not go mad, they became restive under this treatment. With brave men, there's always a remedy for oppression. They succeeded, and today you reap the fruits of their success. The freedom gained is yours, and you, therefore, may properly celebrate this anniversary. Fellow citizens, pardon me. Allow me to ask why am I called upon to speak here today? What have I, or those I represent to do, with your national independence? Are the great principles of political freedom and of natural justice embodied in that Declaration of Independence extended to us? I am not included within the pale of this glorious anniversary. Your high independence only reveals the immeasurable distance between us. 
the blessings in which you this day rejoice are not enjoyed in common. The rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence bequeathed by your fathers is shared by you, not by me. The sunlight that brought life and healing to you has brought stripes and death to me. This 4th of July is yours, not mine. You may rejoice, I must mourn. Fellow citizens, above your national tumultuous joy, I hear the mournful wail of millions. At a time like this, scorching irony, not convincing argument is needed. Oh, had I the ability and could reach the nation's ear, I would today pour out a fiery stream of biting ridicule, blasting reproach, withering sarcasm, and stern rebuke. For it is not light that is needed, but fire. It is not the gentle shower, but thunder. We need the storm, the whirlwind, and the earthquake. The feeling of the nation must be quickened. The conscience of the nation must be roused. The propriety of the nation must be startled. The hypocrisy of the nation must be exposed. And its crimes against God and man must be proclaimed and denounced. What to the American slave is your 4th of July? I answer, a day that reveals to him more than all other days in the year the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is the constant victim. To him, your celebration is a sham. Your boasted liberty and unholy license. Your national greatness, swelling vanity. Your sounds of rejoicing are empty and heartless. Your denunciations of tyrants, brass-fronted impudence. Your shouts of liberty and equality. Hollow mockery. Your prayers and hymns, your sermons and thanksgivings. With all your religious parade and solemnity are to him mere bombast, fraud, deception, impiety, and hypocrisy. There is not a nation on the earth guilty of practices more shocking and bloody than are the people of these United States at this very hour. Allow me to say in conclusion, notwithstanding the dark picture I have this day presented of the state of the nation, I do not despair of this country. Uh, that was a, a speech called What to the Slave is the Fourth of July? And it was written by Frederick Douglass. And right there, that was read by uh, his descendants, his living descendants. And if you want to watch that, you can go uh, check it out on YouTube on the NPR site on YouTube. And I recommend it. It's pretty moving. And the reason I thought it was a good re uh, idea to start with that is because uh, Trump invoked Frederick Douglass's name last night in South Dakota. Uh, put his name alongside a lot of people that he was talking about memorializing in, in a, a new uh, statue garden since he's so infatuated with statues. Strange. Strange fetish. But if we're gonna, if we're gonna, uh, if he's gonna invoke the name and use the name as his, uh, as one of his token people of color, <laughs> that he's gonna sprinkle about pepper about this uh, garden, if you will, we might as well uh, hear, hear the words and 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 know what that means. Every, there's all all this talk about heritage and with with all these these monuments coming down. There's all this talk about about history and 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 
how and, and legacy and, and heritage. And people say that without really even knowing the story behind these monuments that are coming down. So I think if we're going to put some new monuments up, we should let's get the story. Let's let's understand the story and make sure it's fitting before we put the monuments up. You know, the the current monuments that are up uh, around the country, they're not that that they're pulling down. They're not these these centuries old, you know, pieces of history. They're not. They've been there since the 60s. They were erected. Uh, because uh, the civil rights movement was going on, and and black people were getting some rights, and so they they put they, they made sure that at all these federal buildings, courthouses, they put up symbols of white power. To to remind black people going in that they're still in control, that's what that's the reality of it. So don't mourn the the toppling of these monuments from federal buildings. Like it's it's really a ridiculous thing. That they're there in the first place. And it's ridiculous that people are upset when they come down. Because why would you want to honor the part of your heritage that oppresses? It's it's funny, another another it's 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 the fourth of July where I am right here, where I am at the moment. Uh, welcome from wherever and whenever you are. And last night I was watching the, the Donald Trump speech. In, in South Dakota. And I found it really interesting that he's talking about Lincoln and how great Lincoln was. While earlier in the day, he's, he's blasting people who are tearing down Robert E. Lee monuments. If you're a person who's for Lincoln and the, the great strides that this country has made since Lincoln... You shouldn't have any problem with Confederate monuments coming down. You shouldn't have any problem at all. You should be for, you should be taking them down. They shouldn't have to be pulled down. So it's just this, this two-faced nature of, of the, what's going on right now and the people in power. And I guess it's, it's nothing new. It's not, it's not like this is some new revelation that people in power are full of shit. But let's just, let's, let's, as a, as a people, as a human race, can we pull ourselves from the bullshit in politics and just sit with ourselves as human beings? You'll, you'll see what's, what the truth is. You'll see reality if you can just sit for a minute as a human being and, and think about what life is like. And not only in this country, in all countries. Okay, I saw the hashtag trending today, all countries matter. There you go, America. All countries matter. You're not the. You're, in fact, you're not the best. As an American, what are we supposed to? We can't travel. We can't. You can't leave America right now. You're trapped. We are trapped in America. The rest of the world does not want us. The rest of the world sees us as disease-ridden scum, and they don't want us. How can we stand and say we're the best in the world? The rest of the world have, wants nothing to do with us, and frankly, they're laughing at us. So, so how can you stand up? How can you stand up and say we're the best? We're clearly not the best. We're clearly something's happening in the, in this country right now. And if you say it's not racism, you're a racist, and you just don't know it. You don't realize it yet. 
And, and hopefully one day you will and you'll change. And you won't make a big deal about it. You'll just change. You can. You can do that. You can just change. You don't have to announce you're changing. You don't have to announce it. Just change. It's the same thing as, as you're seeing all these um, companies who are changing their logos. Aunt, Aunt Jemima is changing is changing the logo. And you know what? I don't know that the majority of people give a shit about the brand of syrup, maple fake maple syrup that they buy when they're buying fake maple syrup. I think people are just buying the cheapest brand. So you can, they could have changed Aunt Jemima to anything and not said a word. Just d done it. Just let it happen. And no one would have noticed. It wouldn't have been another point of contention, another thing that divides us. Because as soon as you do it, that's when you see these races come out. Say, what do you mean you're changing it? I, blah, blah, you know? Don't even give them that, that opportunity. Just change it and it's done. And you, there, you've made the world a better place. You've made the world a, a, a more equal place by just doing it. But you can nope, they got to put out a press release. They got to make it about something. Why did it take the Black Lives Matter movement and the atrocities we're seeing in this country for that to happen. Like, why didn't that, why did that ever take place in the first place is what we should be asking ourselves. And then the, the other part is why haven't you changed it already? And why are you telling us about it? Just do it. And so that's where I'm kind of at right now. That's where I'm saying where, where, where we have, we can actually see some change. You don't even have to admit you're changing. Cause I know that's what's hard racists. I know it's hard to look at yourself and say, I'm a racist, but if I, if I come out and say I'm not, if I, if I come out and see, I've, say I've seen the light, I'm going to look like I was wrong. You don't have to. Just change. Just change. Change your tone. Change the way you talk to people. Change the way you behave. And you don't even have to say you had a come to Jesus moment. You don't even need to say you've seen the light and now you're going to change. You don't have to do any of that. You don't ever, you don't have to say you were wrong. You don't have to say you were wrong. You just make the changes. Why are we waiting for these big moments to make these changes, changes that should have never been there in the first place. Why do we, and then why do we fight it when it changes? Why re really? Who's upset that a Robert E. Lee statue is coming down? Who's upset? Why are you upset about a statue, a statue upset to the point that this morning an executive order has been issued for an exploratory committee to look into starting this statue park. So we can put Billy Graham in there. You believe that? This is the. Here you go. Here's your problem with the government creating a statue park. Let the private sit. Why? Why? You'll you'll privatize prisons, but you won't privatize the statue park. Why is the government spending money on statues? Why not put that money that you would put into those statues and put it into actual education? And then we can. Avoid all this controversy, and kids can learn about shit on their own. Because you got to admit, man, the, the as as an adult, as an adult in my forties, I am learning things that I can't believe were not taught to me in school. You can go back and look at what you know now, 
compared to what they actually taught you in school and tell me that the, the education system isn't slanted to oppression. We don't even know we've done it. We don't even know we've been brainwashed as children in the public education system. We don't even know it's happened. So don't be mad at yourself. Don't have to feel like an idiot that you were fooled. You're just like me. You just didn't learn it. But as you're learning it, you can't stick to your old stances. You can't. You can't. You can't hold the stance as you learn new information. That's where you need to start questioning yourself. Is in, it's 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 like like forgive yourself. You didn't know. You didn't learn about you didn't learn about Juneteenth. You just learned about it this year. So like let it like forgive yourself. But as you learn, realize what the fuck is happening out there. It's a crazy fucking world out there, and we simplify it. When we divide into race. And so, like, like life is so complex. Why are we dumbing it down? There's so much to be learned and 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 enjoyed and part partaken of. But there's not much to enjoy or be partaken of in this uh, on this Independence Day in 2020. There's not a whole lot of independence going on. Not a whole lot of freedom at the moment. Try to leave the country and see how free you are. You're not. We're not. We're, we're stuck here on this island. Yes, it's an island. It is when the borders are closed. How, how funny is it that Donald Trump was the one saying build that wall and the rest of the world is the one that walled us in. They built a wall around us and we couldn't get out. Now we're trapped inside. The same thing that always happens when you build a wall. You get trapped inside. These, these, the, the, the community where the protesters were marching through to the, the governor's house or whatever they were doing, walking past them, these, this white couple's out there with an AK-47 and a pistol pointing it at people. Because they... They built themselves, they trapped themselves in these walls for protection. And all of a sudden, they felt a threat from within and they couldn't get out and they freaked. They were trapped inside all of a sudden. And how crazy is it that what they feel threatened by are people who are fighting for just to be equal? That's what threatens you? People who want to be treated like human beings, they don't even want what you have. They don't want your, your big fucking dead sterile mansion. They just don't want to get choked out in the street. Because here's, here's the thing. I remember a day when the police would remember. And, and of course, this is all my, this movie, this, this knowledge is all from movies and television. But do you remember a day on TV or in movies where cops would hold the line and they'd all be have their guns pointed and they would say, don't shoot until shot upon. Hold your fire until fired upon. And the other person had to take the first shot. And if a cop was chasing a, a, a hoodlum 
a hooligan. And that hooligan jumped a fence and had a little bit more athletic ability and actually got away. That person got away. It doesn't happen anymore, especially if you're a black man. And I know you can, there's, you can throw out your argument about uh, how they shouldn't be committing crimes and, and they're just criminals and thugs. Throw, put, that, put your argument in there. Escaping, even punching a cop in the face and running away is not punishable by death. Had that person, that human being, been, been white and caught alive and gone through the system and gone to court and been found guilty, the punishment would not be death. So why are we allowing these kids who grew up on the with the education system that I grew up with, which wasn't very great, great compared to um, inner city neighborhoods, I'm sure, but not great compared to real life and reality. So there's already this inherent racism built in, and it's not their fault. They don't, they don't even realize it. They don't even realize it's racist. That's the problem with, with, with racists. You can't get to them. You can't shake them. They don't believe they're racists. You call them a racist, and they're like, you're wrong. They don't believe it. So it's really hard. It's really hard to convince someone who's a racist that they're racist. And to get them to actually see it. It's real it's like almost impossible. These are things that people have to come to on their own. Usually. So I don't know the answer. I don't know how to actually make it happen because to try to have a conversation with a racist when is it's no easy task. It's frustrating to say the least. So you got a cop who's a little bit out of shape. He's got all this gear on. And he believes in his heart of hearts that the black man is an animal. And so the, that person, that black man's punishment for escaping the police is death. Those aren't the same rights. Those are different. That's a different set of rights than the rest of us. So you can understand how they're starting to get a little pissed off. There's, it's not the same. Their freedoms are not the same. They aren't afforded the same freedoms. They aren't afforded the same rights. And if you can't see that, I don't know what the, I don't. That's that's what I'm saying. You can't. How can you have a conversation with someone who doesn't even see that? For someone who has an excuse for that. I'm not saying that all cops are bad. And I'm not saying there shouldn't be police. But what I'm saying is you just have to acknowledge the fact that police are playing with two sets of rules. There's the law that they're upholding. And then there is a whole group of people who aren't afforded the luxuries of said laws. 
or they're not given the uh, the luxury of innocent until proven guilty, or the luxury of even serving out the sentence that is prescribed to breaking such laws. They're just killed. Imagine if you as a white person were subject to being killed for breaking the law. Every time you uh, drove over the speed limit, somebody could choose to kill you. Punishment is killing. I'm not even going to show you the radar gun. I'm going to shoot you in the back, though. It's crazy. It's crazy if you can't see there's a problem there. And so how do we fix problems? How do how how do we fix problems? We need strong leadership <laughs> to fix problems because there's always going to be two sides. There's always going to be division. So what is needed to fix problems is somebody who can work with both sides. A great mediator is what we need as a leader right now. I don't know what we have as a leader right now. Do you remember uh, a few months ago when when Donald Trump said that we were at war with an invisible enemy? COVID-19 was an invisible enemy and we were at war. At war. We were at war with this. Well, what has he done since? What is our great commander-in-chief who had who declared war done since? Except everything possible to be defeated. Cowering, cowering even. Running and cowering. Declaring war and then running away. Not even surrendering. Just running away and hiding, pretty much. Can you imagine if we were at really at war? If we were really at war with a, another country, a hostile nation? Can you imagine... Yeah, you can. You can imagine. Because you can see it happening. This is being at war with this is this is the what's going on between the United States and Russia right now, between Donald Trump and Putin, is America at war with Russia. This is what the commander in chief this is how he behaves in times of war. Caves. Completely caves. Has no problem standing out and spewing racist bullshit. And again, if you don't think it's racist, you might need to check yourself. I'm not kidding. You might need to check yourself. You, no, you do need to check yourself. If you can't, if you're telling me that the President of the United States does not go out and spit racism as 75% of the shit that comes out of his mouth, you need. it's time for you to look in the mirror. It's time for you to look at who you are. It's time for you to reassess your own values. And it's time for you to open up your hearts and be empathetic for some people around you. And maybe you need to uh, uh, do an evaluation of your own behavior. Take some time. Take, take days, if you need to, to sit in quiet contemplation and think back to your own behavior and the things you have done personally to perpetuate racism. 
And, it, there, and, and I know you're not, it's going to take some time because it's going to take you some time to come around to realizing that you actually did it. Don't just brush it off automatically. Take some time, take days, take weeks. Think about the shit that you do. Think about the things that you say. Think about the things that you've said and the shit that you've done. And stop making, and, and without excuse, making excuses for yourself, really look at yourself and your behavior. Analyze it. And it's okay. Because that, that's not you anymore. You've recognized it. And you've changed. That's the hard part. The easy part is to recognize it and then deny, even though you know. And that's just lying to yourself. And you know, lying to anyone especially yourself, is torture. So hard. Why put yourself through it? Just admit it. And, 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 and now that was the easy part. Now that you know who you are and you know who you've been and you know who you're going to be going forward, what, what are our choices? Where are we at right now? Look at what, we, what we're looking at right now. The, the choices to get us out of this mess and, and okay, let's let's give the president some some cut cut him some slack. We need we're, we need to take personal responsibility and not wait for uh, if if we're if if you're waiting for a president to save you, I don't know where you've been living for your whole life, but it's not happening. <laughs> the president has never saved us. It, do, it just doesn't happen. But if we were looking for a leader to inspire us to make personal change. These are, our, these are our choices. We've got this, this philandering, bullyish, lying sack of crap in Donald Trump. And then we've got the Republican, Joe Biden. So, so, so what are we, so what, so what do you get? You get extreme Republican or you get moderate Republican, but there's no, like, like, okay. Republican might be, we might be better off with the Republican. Yes, I believe Joe Biden. Okay, let's let's don't call Joe Biden a Republican, but let's definitely call him establishment. There's a reason that Republicans are endorsing Joe Biden. It's because establishment, whatever side you're on, Republican or Democrat, the the establishment Republicans and the the establishment Democrats don't like playing by these. Uh, anarchist <laughs> rules right like there's one thing you can give donald trump credit for he's shaking shit up for, for i'm not going to judge for good or for bad that can be on you but shit's been shaken up and the establishment doesn't like that the establishment liked it better when they're they had some control they were controlling the argument they didn't have this wild card so you're seeing you're seeing Republicans endorse Biden, and so I would I'm just wary because like I don't if, if a Republican is endorsing you if if a if if a warmonger is endorsing you I, I I'm nervous about that so so the, so the, we don't have a lot of options there's not a whole lot we can do here so what we need to start doing is is putting some of the burden on ourselves some of this burden to change has to come from us and and i'm gonna it's the same thing with with covid like let's stop 
waiting for the government to fix this. Like, we can fix it. We can be be civil to each other. Stop fighting about masks. Put on your fucking mask when you go out in public. And as soon as you get back to your car, take it off. It's not a big deal. It's not. There are people out there who are putting their life in jeopardy, the lives of their loved ones in jeopardy, to go make minimum wage to serve you. The entitled, who doesn't have to work through this shit. So put your damn mask on when you go into a place. If for no other reason, I don't give a shit if you believe it or not. Believe it's a hoax. But put your mask on. So that you can stand in solidarity to the people who have to wear a mask to work. There, there are people that if they take their mask off at work, they will be fired. And they can't be fired. They have to wear their mask. So show some solidarity. Put your mask on when you go into a store. Put a mask on when you go into a private place. Because what if you're wrong? What if you're wrong? How many times have you been right in your life? Look, look, look at who you're, who, where you're getting your information from. You're going to take all the information. Not just the, the information that your political side is giving you. You're going to take all of it. Just be respectful of people. Don't get your droplets on people. Because even if you believe it's fake, someone believes it's real, and your droplets landing on somebody, you talking to someone without your mask on and a droplet from your stupid saliva-filled mouth hits somebody in the eye, that person is now going through days of waiting for symptoms. Because they, they and they know they can pinpoint it back right to when they got it, and it was when your stupid, ignorant voice was talking at them and telling them what a sheeple they are. And that person's going around with that extra stress because of you. So stop it. But I don't understand. Like the the, I, the the adults of this country. Are ridiculous. You're ridiculous. We are all ridiculous. We're behaving like children. Holy shit. Have you been on Twitter? <laughs> There's some funny shit on Twitter. I'll admit. But I can't believe. I mean, there's there's stuff that I read that's like this has to be a bot. And but the problem is is these bots are influencing real people. People are so influenceable. It's ridiculous. And instead of loving each other, how can you, if, if somebody says to you, hey, look, the way this, the, the laws of this country, and the way that just we've been programmed and, and and just the way it's gone like it's not maybe it's not even programmed it's just the way it's gone but where we are in the world it's not equal and some people have more rights than others how can you argue with that why are you arguing against that when 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 someone says black lives matter and you say all lives matter yeah but when you say like but black lives have to matter for all lives to matter and if, and if there's somebody saying, I feel like I don't matter, 
why not just take a look and say, okay, well, let me see why you might think that way. Oh, shit, I can see why you might think that way. Do you think they're coming for you? Does, does admitting that, that, that black lives haven't mattered as much as white lives, how does, how, what does that do to your psyche or what does that do to your life that you have to fight against that? Why not just say, oh, shit, man. I can see, I can see how that might be, uh, how you might feel that way. What are the reasons? And then hear these reasons and be like, oh man, you're right. Black lives haven't mattered as much. And then you can start making some changes. But there's this instant wall. Just like the wall around America, where <laughs> you won't, we can't, we no longer can travel to other countries. For some reason, this wall comes up around people's hearts, where they can no longer uh, feel empathy or see uh, what's wrong with right now. What, what what is this 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 denial? What are you what are you thinking you'll lose if, if equal rights are given to people? What 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 do, we, what do you stand to lose? That's the, what's really telling. I don't think it's anything. How can you how can you how can our president say that the black lives matter movement is a hate group? But the Confederate flag is heritage. I mean, haven't black lives always been fighting to matter? Isn't that also heritage? It runs deep, man. It runs deep. You have to realize it's been there, and so you haven't seen it. It's like, it's like a frog boiling in water. But we're boiling. What about uh, Ghislaine Maxwell? How Trump's never looked hasn't looked the same in the last couple of days since that arrest. And I don't want to talk too much about it, but I don't know. I what what really bothers me about the whole Epstein thing, and here's here's what I hope doesn't happen. I hope that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell doesn't. Uh, develop a, a serious case of Epstein, the Epstein-Barr virus and, and, and die in the next couple of days. I'd, 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 it's, it's, you're going to see the, 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 the tweets. <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell uh, did not die from herpes. Nor did she. No, it's like, it's like, I don't understand. Like, the second she was arrested, you've got... All these right-wing, I don't know, I'm going to want to insult people. These right-wingers who are suddenly, oh, the Clintons are going to, they better watch out for the Clintons and the Clinton this and Clinton that and Clinton this. And there's something a little bit more immediate that's tied to uh, Epstein, and that's Donald Trump. And why would you, how are the the Clintons going to get it, take care of it when it's a, a, a bar 
Trump prison. You don't think Attorney General Barr is like, like there's, like, <laughs> the, the, the Clinton conspiracy is great because it turns your attention away because we, because we can never admit that our, our side is the one. But here, look, I'm going to tell you, it's Clinton too, but it's Clinton and Trump. I don't know why, especially the religious right, protects and makes excuses for this piece of trash. Why are we, why, why do we, why are you hiding? Why are you hiding the fact that he's a piece of tra trash? Like, like, make no mistake about it. If she suddenly catches COVID and dies or is like commits suicide, that's not the Clintons. It might benefit the Clintons, but that's Trump. That's, that's, that's your boy. Not a nice, he's not a good dude. And I'm not saying any of them are good dudes, but why won't you stand up and say he's not a good dude either? Why are the why are, why are all these these these? I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I guess that the, the reason I bring bring up Ghislaine Maxwell is, is just it's just to show the hypocrisy of of. I mean, both sides do it. You can watch Fox News. You can watch MSNBC. They're both picking the stories that are going to trigger the right people. But when it comes to this, can't we all agree that both sides are pretty fucked up? I don't, I don't know. If you can't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. I, uh, I told myself I wanted to get a little bit more political. I've been uh, staying away from it for a while, um, just because I thought I was, I was. I went through a period of 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 just feeling like I, I needed to be meta, and and reaching that meta level, that higher self level, and being in tune, uh, kind of would would transcend the, the physical realm, and and I could better find connections if I wasn't down in the the muck, and if instead I was trying to find those higher self connections and higher source connections and that's all fine and dandy and up there's great but change in the physical doesn't take place in the ethereal and so i don't know i like i'm 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 trying to spend a little bit more time in the physical and i'm trying to spend more time off of social media because that's ethereal because that those aren't the the the, the images are are and words are are from specific points of time and real moments. But w when I see him and I go there, it's not where you are. It's my version of it, and that's cool. I mean, that's it's addicting. But real change takes place right here, right where you are in the hyper local. Make make changes right where you stand. Right where you are is where the change needs to change. You. You are where the change needs to change. And then change will move outward from there. So the, your, our, our first responsibility is to make changes within ourselves. The second, Our second responsibility is to make changes in the immediate physical vicinity in which we reside at the moment. Always in the moment. Wherever you are, 
what how can you make this better and then move outward and that's not what's happening at all so so that's what I've been trying to do I have this I figure at least if one of us is doing it some change might happen you should try it too I mean if we're all doing it there's the change is inevitable right am I right <laughs> am I close all right. I'll catch you later. Nobody move. What was that? Nobody move. Stop on the drum, boy. Don't move. Don't have a no killing, no killing, officer. Hey, somebody now to defend the poor. Batman police, everybody, I keep down with door. That's our concern, you know? Government and police, civilian and police, taxi man and police, everyone and police a war. Who make you read so far is a while now. I know spot a squad in a lana bar. Police have to run from police. What is this from police? We don't know about the thing bizarre. Right now the force needs CPR. It looks like a wound they are gonna leave us here. Officer, you can't throw gas in a fire. Cause the people are go ball and go fit the tire. Then the church and we go kneel and go in a prayer. When the people are rebel and I said them a suffer. A criminal elements and one and love the law. So why are the majority I call you murderer? Me think we need for you hurry up and solve the puzzle, yeah. Remember how our duty is the first of all the law. No matter how it rough, you have to think before you draw. When the people them know it, you then the criminal applaud. So no kick off me do when you come in on me yard. Me know the Thing rough, me know it's tough, me know it's hard. We know say them the youth, them not have no discipline, but police brutality is just a better sin. I really hope you're listening. Something wrong, cause everybody ballin'. Fender and police, soldier and police, the true and police, sound man and police, a war. Who make you read so far is a while now. I know spot a squad in a lana bar. Police have to run from police. What is this from police? We don't know about the thing bizarre. Right now, the force needs CPR. It looks like a booty you went into the force, no such to protect and serve. Your mother never with it, so it mash up her nerve. But you say you're not gonna live it cause you have a concern. Both the youth, them where you go sit and some of them not learn. You're rough up everybody, no respect, you're not earned. Extreme tolerance of it, that we all learn. The people from the gully side, the Gaza strip, the lanes and the tavern. Would I love to see the day when every gun burn? Police get back a button and the poor pocket fat, and then you wouldn't have to worry about crime. They shot that them a free, the dollar side. Some Make up on no mind, cause we're looking around and we see no future. trying. And no kill for kill, help in a perilous time. I chill for chill, so find the will. I know this, I know just rhyme. Move the veil from your eye, cause somebody obviously blind artists and police. High grade and police, bad mood and police. Everyone and police are war. Who make you read so far as a while now? I know spot a squad in a lana bar. Police have to run from police. What is this from police? Men don't know about the thing bizarre. Right now, the force needs CPR. It look like the wound they are going to leave us here. Officer, you can't throw gas in a fire. But the people are go ball and go fit the tire. Then the church and we go kneel and go in a prayer. The people are rebel and I said they must suffer. A criminal element 
drugs alone I love the law So why are the majority I call a murderer Me think we need for your up and solve the puzzle yeah. Remember our duty is the first of all the law No matter how we drop you up, you think before you draw When the people them know it, you then the criminal applaud So no kick off me do when you come in on me yard Me know the thing rough, me know it tough, me know it hard We know so them my youth and now no have no discipline But police brutality is just a better sin I hope you're listening so wrong cause everybody balling Hey, government and police, civilian and police, taxi man and police, everyone and police a war. Who make you read so far is a while now. I'm not squatter squatty in a lana bar. Police have to run from police.